Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Please be seated. In verse 8, Paul uses six adjectives and two nouns to describe the things that we should be meditating on. And understand that when Paul uses the word meditate, he's not talking about the Eastern form of meditation where a person sits in the lotus position on a bamboo mat and closes their eyes. Rather, he's talking about the things that we set our minds on. He's talking about the things that we study, the things that we ponder, the things that we muse about, the things we entertain ourselves with. Paul is talking about all the various things that occupy our thoughts. And the, the, the point he's driving at in, in verse 9 is that um, he says that when you set your mind upon the right things, then the peace of God will be with you. And the implication, of course, is that when you set your mind upon the wrong things, then the peace of God will not be with you. And so our reading of God's law this morning is calling our attention to the importance of the things that we set our minds on, the things we study, the things you ponder, the things you muse about and entertain yourself with. All of them have an impact upon you. And most notably, they have an impact upon your soul. Whether you realize it or not, the things that you've been setting your mind on are either establishing the peace of God in your innermost being, or they're disrupting the uh, peace of God in your innermost being. Uh, they are either building up the peace of God in your soul, or they are tearing down the peace of God in your soul. So ask yourselves, dear friends, what have you been meditating on? What kind of things have been occupying your thoughts? What have you been studying? What have you been pondering? What have you been musing about? What have you been entertaining yourself with? If you want the peace of God to be with you, then you need to be meditating on the things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy. Normally, I would take the time to define each of those terms, but I'm not going to do that this morning because I think you already understand each of those terms. What I am going to do, however, is remind you that these eight terms are the criteria God is giving us so that we do not pollute our lives with destructive thoughts. Sometimes Christians struggle with depression. Sometimes Christians struggle with dark thoughts. Sometimes Christians struggle with feelings of hopelessness, emptiness, meaninglessness, futility, and despair. When we notice these dark and destructive thoughts beginning to manifest in our heart, it behooves you to take inventory of what you've recently been meditating upon. Ask yourself, if I look at my YouTube history, 
Do I see videos that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy? If I look at my Spotify year in review report, do I see music that's true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy? If I look at my browser history, is the content of the websites I visited true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy? If I look at my phone, are the apps that are loaded on my phone true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy? You get the idea? And don't stop with those suggestions. Keep going. And brothers and sisters, you have the responsibility to be discriminating with what you set your mind on. Our reading of God's law is highlighting your responsibility to always be making an assessment of the things that foster the peace of God in your soul and the things that frustrate the peace of God in your soul. And then you need to avoid the things that frustrate the peace of God in your soul. So if you choose to watch TikTok videos or spend time watching shorts and reels, then you bear the burden of proving that the videos you're meditating on are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy. If you choose to read romance novels, then you bear the burden of proving that those novels are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy. If you've been traveling down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories, then you bear the burden of proving that the information you've been meditating on is true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy. If your favorite website is funded by embedded advertising, then you bear the burden of proving that the ads that are flashing before your eyes are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy. All of us, brothers and sisters, all of us bear the responsibility of meditating upon things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy. All of, you, all of us need to recognize that when we meditate upon the wrong things, we're not only sinning against the Lord's commands to maintain purity in our thoughts, but we're inviting harmful content into our souls. We're inviting harmful content into our souls, harmful content that will disturb and disrupt the peace of God within us. So the, the reading of God's law this morning is challenging you to assess the things that you're meditating upon. If you discover that those things are not true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous and praiseworthy, then turn away from them as you confess your sins to the Lord. And where the Holy Spirit has borne witness to you of your sin, remember that God is gracious and compassionate. He's long-suffering, kind. He's our Heavenly Father. He desires to do good to us. And so he pardons and forgives all who truly repent while trusting in the atoning work of Jesus Christ. And repentance includes confession. And so we 
make it our practice to confess our sins to the Lord. Not just here in church, but in our daily lives, in our, in our prayerful devotions with the Lord. But here we are, we find ourselves in church this morning. We've been reminded of God's requirements for us to meditate upon the right things and not the wrong things. And so where the Holy Spirit has borne witness to you of your sin, bring it to the cross of Jesus Christ. Let's go to the Lord in a time of silent prayer where you can do precisely that. And after a short time of silence, I'll lead us in uh, a corporate prayer of confession. <laughs> 